Your whole fucking family will be murdered, huh? His name is Javi Alessandro. He runs a drug cartel. You fucking cunt! If you want to stop me, you're gonna have to fucking kill me! Yes, that's right. Ozark season four, the first part, first seven episodes have aired, but we are just getting started here on Superman or Bose podcasting coming at you. This is a... the, you know we're we're on the end stretch here uh this is the first half of uh, of the end and uh we'll see the second half at an undisclosed time but this first half was jam-packed and really could have been a, f- a finale in and of itself uh you know the fact that there's more story uh is always like just a treat here on ozark uh but i'm your host here uh jeff mater joined by co-host dave mater ready to talk hello about, ready to talk about this up uh you know these seven episodes um dave well, yeah. I, I i understand it that you are what you didn't start watching till very very recently this show. yeah like uh we're here to talk about you know, this whole these first four seven uh first seven episodes of season four but in a lot of jeff you and i have never talked about this show at all really no. because i've yeah i've only um binge watched uh the first three seasons Somewhat recently, I um, it was like in the last couple of months. Jane's been my wife. Jane's been watching it longer, um, and I would k- get glimpses of it, and you know, uh, and and I, I would walk in on her watching certain scenes. I, I re- in particular, I remember wa- um, the scene where uh, where um, uh, Darlene kills that that drug cartel guy at the, at right. the end of season one. Well. Um, and I was like, Oh, this show's intense. And you know, I'm a fan of breaking bad and um, sons of anarchy. And I think that there are shades of both shows or uh, in certain respects here, but um, this, uh, this, this is a really well done program. Good, uh, you know, great story. And um, uh, if this was the finale, if these, if, the, if this ended here on this seventh episode of season four, um, yeah, that would have been something. But, you know, I think that there's still more story to go. So I'm excited to get into it and uh, break it all down. But it was uh, quite a start to this fourth season, fourth and final season. And in fairness, Amanda and I didn't start watching until right after season three came out. So we kind of did the same thing where we binged three seasons in a row, Uh, you know. uh, But the thing is, they all come out, all the episodes come out at once. So it's like just when you started watching, I guess. Uh, But to watch this season four come out, and have been into the show is kind of a nice treat here. Not like, you know, having the, the weight and now having this next weight for the next seven episodes, I think it's kind of good. Cause it, I think what a good TV show should do is um, build some dialogue amongst the fans of like, what's going on, what character means, what the symbolism, there's so many different things to look into this show for uh, that. I think they do really well. And what, what different characters are, are battling with and, uh loss and addiction this show kind of covers it all uh so this story though here in season seven is kind of an interesting where the characters are, are all in a weird spot in a lot of, in a lot of ways especially like ruth is over with darlene and darlene is and so is jonah wyatt and jonah has kind of decided to kind of be in both camps in a way because he's living at home but he's kind of gone full darlene ruth throughout the season because he feels betrayed by his mother who Laura Linney, uh, his character, Wendy, who 
basically gave up her own brother to be murdered by the cartel because it was an easy solution. And even though it was tough for her, she still went through it. And it's almost like, you know, she knows it was messed up. But at the same time, she's like, I, I think both her and Marty convince themselves they're in impossible situations. And they never seem to actually have to make a decision that would, well, like, like Wendy was the first person to have to do it. Like, I haven't really seen where Marty's had to, like, really make a morally um tough decision for himself you know and his own family i think that for him it was um when he killed uh the pastor um and 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 of course we are getting into spoilers of course uh all seasons uh, every episode that has aired to date of uh of ozark um if it wasn't already obvious but we will be talking about it all yeah and that that uh who was that um that the pastor uh the guy he yeah i forget uh, his name but zeke's his father Yes, and there was a whole thing. With, He's I think the father in, of Zeke. Yeah, of in season one where they basically murdered those two people, uh, you know, systematically and took the baby and like you know somehow the baby ended up with Darlene and just everything that happened early on with the Mason. Was, yeah, yeah, Mason, Pastor Mason. Yeah, Master Mason. So I think, and and even though it was pretty much self defense, I think for Marty that was his like he him crossing that line because he's he's not violent, right? Um, right. and so I think for him to have to do that, I, I think was very, that was in particular, particularly tough for him. I think he's had to do some tough things. And for Wendy, it was her brother and, um, all of it, you know, like giving him up like she did. But on the other hand, I don't know. Like, I kind of understood why she made those decisions. Um, well, I yeah. think that's what makes a good kind of like, uh, I wouldn't say she's the, she's very much like an antagonist character, uh, um, kind of like an anti-hero, a lot like a Walter White, where you kind of like sympathize with like why she feels she's in this situation and why she, you know, what the rationalizations are for some of the decisions that she makes. And I think with Wendy, I just think what I was comparing before was with, I, having to give up your own brother is a lot more difficult than, you know, killing some pastor in self-defense that, you know, yes, you kind of messed up his life, but it was also indirect and like everything with Marty. I just say, I think that's what we're going to get here in the next seven episodes is something more with Marty um, that is going to be morally like, what's he going to do? You know, is he going to do the right thing or the wrong thing morally to his family or that's kind of the, the crux of the show. Uh, did, but here in the first season, Dave, right in the first episode, did you notice like that there's this whole situation where they're driving in a mini yeah, van, so- all four of them together. And, you know, there's a huge car crash and this is clearly taking place after the events of episode seven. That's, yeah, you don't know. right. I, I thought it was interesting that, yeah, it starts off with this scene in the car, the four of them, and it crashes. And then uh, they kind of pick up where they left off last season, like in the, in the following scene. And I was expecting that that car crash to come at the end of the seventh episode. I, I It, it doesn't. Um, it, those events, not even them in the car together uh by the end of the the, that seventh episode so maybe that's the last episode that will be the 14th episode them crashing and is that the end of the story for them i think it's going to be no i think it's going to be the start of episode like i think it's going to be like episode eight like i think they're gonna have it start off both first seven episodes um because i think it makes sense because they're also going to chicago right like once they feel like they're 
they're out of the cartel's grasp and like I, I could see that happen happening earlier, like not at the end, you know, uh, because because everything moved really quickly here at the end, and, and, and especially in episode seven. Right. Um, but with Marty uh, and like the family unit, it seems like that's what's that's going to come back together. They're all going to go back to Chicago, and that's when that um, crash is going to occur. But and what and what do you think the result of that crash is? Are they dead, or is one of them dead? All of them dead? What do you think is going to happen? It's. I don't think any of them are going to be dead, but maybe I'm wrong. Like maybe, um, you know, people can die in, in a car crash like that where like it rolls like three or four times easily, easily. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, easily any one of them could be dead, but they're such main characters to kill them in that way would be weird. I think I can but see maybe Jonah... the show is ending, so it doesn't. You can. Kill I could see Jonah want. being killed like that or something like that, and then like Marty could change in a lot of ways. We could see like. I, I don't know. I, I think you could see, uh, what if, or both, or both kids, or and, both and, kids, and yeah. uh, and and Wendy and Marty survive, right? Yeah, something like that, that would... could be really interesting, um, because their motivations are in a lot of ways to protect their family. Like you know, that's kind of like wh- how they justify what they do. Right. Well, yeah, and that's what all of these these drama shows, these sort of like criminal thriller shows, like Breaking Bad, do. Um, like, oh, I'm doing it for my family. I'm doing it to you know protect them. Even like a show like The Walking Dead, you know, which was all about Rick Grimes and him protecting Carl from the zombie apocalypse, right? right? Yeah. And when and when spoilers for Walking Dead, if you're if you're <laughs> right. not caught up, but when they killed Carl, eventually the son of Rick Grimes in Walking Dead, it was like, well, what's the point? What was the point of any of it, you know? Um, because I was he, that was his driving focus, and then basically he fails his mission, right? Um, and uh, you know that that was that's the thing about this this show Ozark is that like they've the things they've done in the name of like protecting their kids, you know, and uh, you know I think what where would that leave them if if their kids were dead? I guess. But yeah, what what would their what would their motivations be? Would they would they seek revenge, redemption against like because that's kind of what like you know here we get you know I'm jumping ahead, but at the end here at season seven with the clips you played, um, Ruth is gonna go, want to go you know it seems like you know go to war with like uh, Javi the leader of the cartel and also an FBI informant to boot, um, yes. you know so. Uh, if she's willing, like she had that moment where with if, when with Wyatt gone, Ruth is like Marty and Wendy with other kids, you know. Uh, so we saw like what happened with Ruth. Uh, if yeah, you're right. If that happens with Marty and Wendy, how do they change? You know, it'll be interesting. well. Uh, like then, like especially like you think about Wendy, right? Because her brother be gone. And then her, you know, obviously she's not too close with her dad uh, as we learn as we meet him right. in this uh, fourth season. Uh, he's a piece of work. And so, yeah, like, I guess like what it would do, it would shatter them even more than they are. They're already kind of broken. Both of them uh, up at this point. And how much time has gone by Jeff, like from in that, that, that original pilot in season one, which was, you know, 2017 that was released. Um, to these events that took the up until the you know, not the car crash, notwithstanding, because we don't know how far in the future that is, but um, up until like I guess, yeah, when Ruth what 
drives out of that uh out of the of the um the bird's driveway there at the end of the of episode seven is so this like a year from the moment he moves down i guess the baby is kind of an indicator because like the baby yeah. is you know still pretty much a baby so uh and and that you know was she was very pregnant when they met her right you know not long after yeah. in those events so yeah it's probably you're right and man jonah's aged a lot jonah and and three and three yeah both of them like see that's the problem with a show like this like if you're gonna do four seasons and you have kids and then like you know when you cast I was trying them, to figure out how old charlotte is because she's like I, I thought she was like 14 a minute ago and then she's like at dinner drinking wine and you know um at the restaurants right. and like and drinking i'm like is she 21 all of a sudden like what, what happened no yeah she's pretty much 21 now yeah wasn't she in high school like last summer or i thought she was know? like yeah like grade 11 or something like she was not she was like two years older than jonah or maybe three years older Has than it? jonah I have a question. Has it been winter during this show? Is it with snow in in those arcs? Um, I it was interesting even just watching this season. Um, like it would be like kind of it looked like autumn out by like Ruth's trailer, but then it would look, uh, or even it, or it would, maybe it was the opposite. Maybe it would look like autumn sort of around the bird's house, but then it was like more summery at like the farm at Darlene's farm. And I was like, I think these were filmed at different times of the year, um, and and whatnot but yeah i think it it does snow sometimes in the ozarks but like i don't think they get a lot of it i think it's more of oh a, i think like, they would get a lot yeah no it would so it's like st louis it snows in st louis not a lot though it's not like the south though is it missouri it's boy it's in the mi middle zone <laughs> i wonder how much it snows there uh because yeah, i just i don't recall any scenes of them having to walk through snow no, I don't think it. I think they do get snow on occasion, but not a lot. And it doesn't. The film is, uh, sorry, the show is mostly filmed in Atlanta. So, yeah, no snow in Atlanta. It snows sometimes, but very rarely. Uh, right. Yeah. But yeah, so like, I think that's also part of it. Most of the show is shot there. Um, you know, on the same lake where they had Tony Stark's funeral, Dave. Is that the same place? It's the, the same. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's the same shooting location. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. It looks, you know, that you connect that for me. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I understand. So they, they don't actually film in the Ozarks. The they do only like those shots you see where like they're showing all the boats and, you know, just the the, the big shots, like the big crane shots they do and stuff, and the drone shots. Those are definitely in the Ozarks. Um, but that's yeah, mostly is shot in Atlanta. The show because it's become like a hub of like just production and marvel and disney i guess netflix has also set up shop there too yeah yeah like yeah the, a bunch of the avengers movies have been filmed down there too and that and walking dead for many years as well walking dead yeah i guess walking dead almost started it's a good pull that you you said earlier because yeah because they all seem kind of similar and i guess if it, i mean georgia missouri is there really that big a difference yeah i guess there would be but yes and no like depends it depends but you can you can pass it off but back back to the show and in these characters and where everything mm -hmm. kind of went and 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 um and and what were you most surprised by i guess in this uh these first seven episodes um most uh, surprised by uh i saw that like darlene and why okay so the 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 first episode starts off with you know hey look javi says to the birds to go tell darlene 
stop selling heroin. And he, Marty even tells Darlene, like, look, if you don't, they're gonna they're gonna act swift and act, you know, it's gonna be brutal, you know. And she doesn't give a shit. So I'm like, she's done. Like the minute she doesn't take that seriously, uh, you know, that, that was a big mistake. Yeah, by the time I got to episode seven, I had forgotten about that almost, right? See, I, because I think that's what there's yeah, I think that's intentional. Yeah, because I was like, well, yeah, but they told him to stop selling the heroin, but then like then they wanted the heroin and then they needed to sell it to this pharmaceutical company or something. And um, and then and then Marty wants to buy it, and why would he want to buy something he's not supposed to be doing? And um, uh, so he's it's kind of all over the place about like who's got heroin, who's selling it to who um uh, and how much of it, it like I, I, a little hard to track sometimes um and uh and javi yeah uh, <laughs> coming well they have the, they, they have that funny joke in this season where they say like um the i think her name's claire who's the head of the pharmaceutical company says like how many heroin dealers do you know they're like just the three just the three <laughs> <laughs> well that's you know and they all live like within a few minutes of each other. Yeah, they Kansas City, the cartel, and then Darlene. Uh, which is, but yeah, like so they they do they do address it, but it is kind of ridiculous that all these different heroin dealers just come into the show and kind of like are all in the, the same story. The Snell, the Snells just happen to live basically next door to them, right? Yeah, and they also like didn't like that, like the fact that Marty, like that's the whole premise of the show, is he comes down to the Ozarks and has to deal with like the you know the cartel but also the local turf too and he's like stepping on their turf and that's how darlene and you know that's how he, he meets them yeah the Snells. right which i mean uh, you know what the one thing that surprised me the most was the fact that wyatt kept going back to darlene uh, right that was probably the thing where i was just like really kid like really like i mean i i got to a point where i was just like is he doing this literally just for the baby? Does he actually like, he says he loves her and I get it. But like, at the same time, it's just like, I felt, I felt like he wanted it. He actually really wanted out. There was multiple examples of him doing that. And then he doesn't because basically they're going to take the baby away. And, you know, he wants, you know, to, 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 that was his moment to, to make his move. You know, I get all that. Like, I think uh, I think I would have understood Wyatt's motivations, but if not for the whole murder thing, we saw we saw yeah. like Darlene. Who is that guy? She kills in the driveway. Who is that? Oh, in the driveway, he was just a bodyguard for, um, I believe. Uh, was he part of the cartel or was he part of? Um... Was he like an investigator trying to find somebody? No, he was I, a I, private driver for whoever. Who was it? Who drove him there? Was it Marty or was it Ruth? Or I forget the who. What happened in that scene? Um, well, in that scene, like I don't know. It's it's Ruth and and Wyatt talking to Darlene while she's basically in her uh, overcoat, like in her pajamas, and then this other guy comes up and he starts talking and he's like, "Hello," and I got something to say, and then she just shoots him with the shotgun. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and Wyatt's never seen anybody killed before like this. And he and then she leaves uh, Ruth and Wyatt to bury that body. And you can see the toll it takes on Wyatt. Right. Um, like emotionally, because Ruth's kind of had to do these kinds of things before a little bit, but uh, not Wyatt. He's a bit more innocent. And I, I, you know, he goes and he sleeps that night at the trailer, but he eventually does come back to her. Um, 
and I that's the part I'm like I get it if not for that I think that that I think that uh, that that's the shock of that would would have more of a profound effect on yeah and you forgot the other one she does which is Frank Cosgrove Senior just shoots him and then White shows like hey honey how's it going and then sees him you know and then like that's when he was like you know does the whole breakup speech and uh, you know well, he's like uh, one murder okay but two murders is you know now you've killed a Can- kansas city gangster he's also uh, buried like the bodies and like is guilty of accessory you know like you know like which I, i'm shocked the amount how cr- i mean at the same time i'm not but the police suck you know in this show like how many yeah. dead bodies like even the sheriff gets killed in this season Yes, and, and they're like, "Oh well, the replacement sheriff seems a little smarter." Yeah, but like, doesn't do anything about. Is this like how many murders go unsolved? Like, I know it's a high amount, but this seems like pretty cut and dry. You know who to investigate. But, but then they all. I think that what was clever in the first season was that whole thing where like there was all they thought that all those bodies were buried. Uh, they were buried on the Snell farm, right? And then mm-hmm. they they subbed them out for all like the Snell ancestors, and they said no, this is like a, a a burial ground of our family. So they can always just try to chalk up any graves on the property as being, um, you know, part of like their 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 ancestry because their family who own, whose family owned this farm first. Also, was it Jacobs or was it Darlene's family? Jacobs, because that's his last name. Snell is yeah. his last name. So yeah, she's no, Darlene took it and also murdered him by putting poison cherry pits in his coffee right um <laughs> yeah so darlene is a psycho like she's literally like the most psychotic person on this show yet you kind of root for her in a weird way because she's like you know not as bad as the cartel because the cartels are just dicks and the fbi yeah, but she like she's so impulsive uh, like especially with her murder oh absolutely uh, you know and like you know yeah like i i wouldn't like yeah, she kills so many people just out of like out of the blue with that shotgun. With the, always with the shotgun, and uh, like when Frank Senior shows up later, like when he dies, uh, you know, like and he's like yelling at her in like the living room, and Jane and I just look at each other like he's dead. She's like she's going to go get the gun and she's going to shoot him immediately, and that's exactly what happens. You see it coming a mile away. He doesn't yeah. for some reason. Um, because I don't, I think that's kind of real life. Like a lot of people don't see you all of a sudden pulling a gun, boom, you're dead. Like it also happens to the sheriff where like he turns the, the hobby, turns the music up and then turns around and shoots him, you know? Twice. Yeah. That's, he never met that guy before though. Right. He right. never met. So that's a little different. That's two strangers. Like, yeah. Uh, uh, Frank senior underestimates Darlene. It like who she is and what she's capable of. Right. Yeah. Like he really does be, is considering the fact that she shot her his son's dick off. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, right. That's already like part of the history, right? And so that she's dangerous at the very least. Like, bring a bodyguard with you or something. He's a gangster. Like, don't they always have like a crew with them? Yeah, no, he's a mob boss. He's not even a you know, like he's a boss. You know, yeah. he has capos. Like, um, like it makes no sense that he would go there alone. And like, like you would think he'd be. And smart. then nobody knew he went there. Yeah, nobody knew he went there, which is all. It doesn't seem that part doesn't seem um, believable to me with the whole Frank Cosgrove part. Uh, I think that was just a neat way to get rid of both of those characters. Um, 
and kind of bring in the young Frank Cosgrove Jr. Because I think they like his story and like where he's going more. Mm-hmm. Where the other guys were just like, you know, Darlene and um, Frank Cosgrove Jr. I think they just like run their path on the show. Like they were right. They, yeah. They well, run... I think right. I, I I agree with that. And like, well, Frank Frank Jr. Like maybe on talking about him a bit. Um, like I really didn't care for him too much in the third season. He's such a an asshole mm-hmm. uh and then you know he gets his comeuppance and then he like they they've taken his character a very different way so far in this fourth season yeah um, no you actually like him because he's broken you he's know? like yeah either so there's almost this redemption arc for frank jr yeah and he's always like even like they, they they allude to it earlier but like uh you know he's always kind of been like his father doesn't trust him and you know doesn't give him a chance at all and he treats him like a little kid and you know you know doesn't you know let him a part of the business even though he could do it uh, or you know even give him a chance to do it i think he but he's not even given that chance he's 40 years old and his dad just kind of like doesn't want him involved um not because to protect him because he thinks he can't handle it you know and also once he gets stick a shot off i don't think his dad handled it properly (laughs) you know he kind of uh you know was pretty cold to him so you know, there's a lot of stuff here with the the you know different factions here, like the Kansas City mob. We have you know um, the birds themselves. We have uh, you know the Darlene of it all uh, with Wyatt and then Ruth. Um, so we're kind of watching like these three different stories play out. But then there's also the cartel FBI angle. That's... Well, the cartel in general, right? Because like the end of season three is we see um, Helen's brains blown out all over Marty and Wendy. And then, you know, uh, uh, Omar Navarro comes up and gives them this big hug and says, we're going to do such great things together. And then they, you know, they, and that's kind of where the, the season picks up, right? Uh, after the car, after the car scene, of course, like that's kind of, which is a flash. Yeah. Forward. Like there's a, there's a party. Uh, and that's, that's where we meet Javi. Cause Javi's, right. he's the new, he's the new antagonist, I guess. He's a new character. Uh, what do you make of him? What, what's your... Yeah, he's like the impulsive, like psycho. They kind of explain him well, actually, in that one scene where Omar Navarro kind of explains, like, "Oh, this generation, they have no patience. They just want everything now." And like, that's very much what Javi is. He's he's got no patience. He likes. I always notice with him too. He likes the finer things in life. He likes nice restaurants. He likes nice good food. He's always, you know, he's, he, he, whereas Omar Navarro is not like that. He's more about people. It seems like he cares more about his kids and his uh, family. Cares about, family and his relationship even with wendy and you know he, he seems to care more about those things and his priest um, and his priest yeah like a man of people more so than um javi's more of possessions he he likes the finer things he likes good food a good he says to marty once like, he's like i got some good reservations for you in chicago he's like great I'm like <laughs> he's like why are you in my casino uh <laughs> right yeah like um he's like he's obviously reckless impulsive but dangerous and i i guess what's interesting to me about him is that yeah he is so impatient he's clearly got issues and i um we don't know the rest of these i don't really know how cartels work but i understand that they work very much like the rest of organized crime does you know and so he seems a little bit um a little bit too much like a sunny corleone type not uh, not enough like a michael corleone type that that he isn't really the obvious choice to be the heir apparent to omar of this cartel but that's what they say he is he says he's the he's the um because omar pretty much steps aside 
you know. Does he even like Javi? I think he kind of just doesn't. He's family, but he looks at him as like, um, yeah, like all the th- adjectives that you just laid out about him. Like that. He even says it like, yeah, his generation's impatient. You know, the, it, 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 he, he even says to Javi directly, like, these are the tough decisions you're going to have to make. And it's like, you know, kind of like knows he's like this impulsive person a lot like darlene it's kind of fitting that like he's the one who kills darlene because he's very much like her in the fact that he just like all right boom dead you know without you know shoot first ask questions later yeah and he kills and then he kills why he goes whoever you are yeah <laughs> right like you know darlene's very much the same way like she just kills like dell in you know out of right. like really nowhere uh when things were know. supposed to be like de-escalating in yeah. that scene, right? Things were cooling off, and then she kills them out. And then, but, then she, you know. but he called them rednecks or something. Yeah, he called know? them rednecks, and she kills them right out of the bat. Like, or she kills the she kills Dell, and then uh, uh, Jacob has to kill the the bodyguard that's with Dell. Yeah, and so like everything with that is like at least he brought a bodyguard. You know, didn't work out <laughs> yeah. for him, but didn't work. It wasn't enough. No, Frank Cosgrove. Uh, you know, could have you know at least brought somebody you know right yeah um, like but like yeah the cartel and the, the like and javi is he's he's clearly uh antagonistic towards the birds immediately right from the first meeting he kind of yeah. says as much he's like i told omar we should kill yeah. the other white meat not helen we should have killed the birds instead because i guess that it came down to the like at the end of season three it came down to it was either it was it was helen or them and I, I like, you know, I guess Helen was kind of forcing that issue. And then and then yeah. on the other end, Wendy was forcing that issue. And, and Omar chooses Wendy, basically. Yeah, but they all, yeah, it kind of came to a head where both of them, like, no longer trusted each other. So it's like, all right, cartel, you got to pick, you know, and then they did. Um, but I don't think they saw it coming because, like, you know, uh, Helen just thought it was going to go her way because they had that false confession, which is also picked up here with the whole FBI uh, Maya uh, um, storyline too. Which, what do you make of her, Dave? Like, let, let me ask you this: Like, do you FBI? look at her? The FBI agent, uh, I think her name is Maya. Um, you know, she's pregnant, and then she gives birth, and she has a newborn, and then she's also like trying to take down like the second biggest cartel in Mexico, and um, you know. But, you know, like jump ahead a little bit. Like, let's get to when she decides to actually arrest Omar Navarro. Um, do you think like, where are you like on her side, or are you more like, oh, that was a mistake, you know, or like, how do you look at that? Her character. Just a quick comment here in the chat. I, I will answer that question. Uh, our, our fan here, Sam Higdon, mentioning that the Celebrity Big Brother 3 cast has been released. And we will be talking about that here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting starting in a week. Uh, but uh, we will, and we'll be doing a draft, a cast preview draft, Sam. Mm-hmm. But for now, we're on to, we're still back to Ozark. So okay. back to Ozark. Yeah. So is, is Maya too righteous, Steve? Uh, well, isn't, isn't Maya who what we want an fbi agent to be you yes you would think so um what we want law enforcement to be like the whole the whole thing here at the end where like you know they're uh omar navarro he wants the, the whole premise of the season and what and the reason he killed helen and he chose the birds he's like you're gonna help me go straight i'm gonna get out of the i'm gonna get out of the life and i'm mm-hmm. gonna you know and i'm you know and they're like that's ridiculous like there's no way 
the head of an organized crime drug cartel like you is going to just walk away from this and be like, you know, he's going to fly to the U S and Mexico, like it's nothing and, and whatever. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, and like, and at the end here where they make the deal with him, they're like at the, 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 the FBI is like, yeah, you're actually going to keep running the cartel for us. And, uh, right. for five years, I'm, you know, and then you're like, maybe that's the pragmatic thing or whatever, but like, you know, like, if you're actually trying to fight these people, you're doing a terrible job. Well, no, but it makes sense from like the FBI or whatever's point of view because you have this like this main cartel boss coming to you saying, "I want out," and you're like, "Well, we can't do that, but you, we can make you an informant." That sounds very much like what the FBI would want to do, you know, to get as much information about how the cartel works and how they can, you know, best spy on them going forward and all those things, you know uh at the end of the day, it's all about money uh and the government's in in it for some money as well i would imagine um like they even say bart marty says to him like, oh you got all those budgets you know like you, you guys have been trying to nail him down for 10 years but if you get him then you get a you know, budget increase and you get all that kind of like you know carrots are dangling in front of them and they go for it for sure like and we also get that here with the the pharmaceutical rep claire that's you know uh needs uh, the birds is heroin or the cartel and then it ends up becoming the snell's heroin but to make our you know um what, what is her thing she's making like oxys uh but is trying to find a way to make it not addictive or something anymore or so, uh, i forget what the deal is with her but she is trying to do a good thing but um yeah like she, she's basically uh she they make like the legal opiates like you know like uh morphine and stuff like that right but she's trying to do something also to research a way to make it non-addictive or something so they could stop the opiate crisis because she does want to do that but yeah. she want you know yeah they decided that they really like i don't know if they've always wanted to address the opiate crisis in a big way but this season it felt like it was a really big part of this season Right. Well, they. Should, I mean, we've had like the the FBI agent from season one that was like, was you know, was he was all uh, his mother was addicted to heroin. Um, you know, there was all there's always all sorts of addiction, especially opiate addiction um, references. We have the, the 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 girl that ran the Blue Lagoon, I think it was, down by you know the first money laundering right. thing. Yeah, you know, she ended up you know getting you know taking a bunch of money and then getting hooked on heroin uh, again. Uh, relapsing um you know so we a lot of that heroin and opiate uh, addiction has definitely become um a part of the show i guess that's to like remind us too that like these are the victims of 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 drugs yeah you know that marty bird is not you know he while he seems like he's not hurting anybody he indirectly is because he's funding the drug trade and um he's he's, he's enabling them to you know cause this suffering like to that fbi agent's mother and and to others right um you know I, I think that theme was kind of explored a lot in in breaking bad as well right with with the crystal meth and, sure and what what does that lead to and what's the consequences of all that um which is what a good show should do because like it shouldn't just be like about you know the business dealings you know which there's there's, there's a cause and there's an effect um and, and ultimately, it's about the characters, their performances, and how they navigate this world. Uh, that is interesting to watch. 
for sure yeah like but back to uh what's her name maya like you know is mm -hmm. she too righteous well i think like often what we see in these types of stories is that uh you know they'll die she'll die before this probably or right like well that, that's the i do think that she's gonna get killed because now the cartel knows who especially javi knows her face knows that she was part of taking down their truck like you know right yeah yeah she seems like she would be in trouble yes even uh, with omar because she kind of double it was a double cross yes. on omar right here yes uh it was yeah, it was a triple cross she crossed omar crossed the bird then crossed the actual fbi the they didn't want that to happen either no um and then ultimately he yeah and you disappoint me wendy you disappoint me <laughs> <laughs> especially you wendy especially you wendy uh I don't know how much that's going to matter to her long term, but uh, well, yeah. I think that was just about the fact that, like, apparently, like you know, Omar's kind of like has a thing for Wendy. Um, yeah, then, he's like, like he, remember me, remember me, Wendy. He would call her up and just talk about like his feelings. Yeah, like, he likes talking to her. He just likes talking to her, and so, but it's also like like somewhat romantic because I think he's. Like I said, like before, what motivates him more is is people and relationships, whereas Javi is the complete opposite, which is what is interesting. Also, it's like a mirror to Wyatt and Arlene. Arlene doesn't really care about people. She only cares about power and kind of, you know, uh, like she's a bit more complex there. I think she cares for Wyatt, but not really, you know, not not to the point where I feel like Wyatt cares for her or cares for the baby. Uh you know who darlene yeah like do you think darlene i don't know maybe i don't think uh, i well uh, she obviously loved jacob and we saw what happened to him so yeah uh, exactly so like, I, I, I yeah like i don't think uh you can really uh, accept that darlene will be good in certain ways even though she's unpredictable in others she's she's all around unpredictable dangerous and this is what ruth says to her to Wyatt, you know, she's yeah. dangerous. She, you know, like maybe today you're okay, but tomorrow and, and or and and it's not like ultimately it's just the heat that her her stubbornness and her unwillingness to listen to the bird's warning uh is is her undoing and ultimately his. Well, he was part of that conversation too. So he kind of walked into this too, right? Because they were like, You need to stop, and they're like, We're not gonna stop, and you know, you can yeah. tell your Mexicans to screw off and whatever. Yeah, and he supports it. And like, like Wyatt is like not like I just don't think he he's a little innocent and is kind of has the wrong um outlook on like what Darlene's up to and how it is the interpolitics with the cartel and the birds. Like he doesn't I just don't think he gets it. Um no, but he's a kid. Yeah, he's a kid, but he's also, you know, a person that's lost his dad, a person that's um seen Ruth be involved with all this stuff we kind of grew up in a family of criminals right yeah like he should be a bit more savvy about this you know and like i just think he's very like you know i i think what motivates him is just again people uh it's not possessions or money or things or anything like that or justice it's just he want he wants to protect the baby he wants to um protect uh ruth but that's why he he contemplates running away with her a couple of times, but then he doesn't want to. But do he also it. wants a home, right? I think he wants a home of his own. He grew up kind of sleeping on top of a trailer, basically, yeah. right? You know, in the you know, I think he's he's found home for the first time, something something that resembles 
a normal life, even though it's completely not, but it's the closest thing he's ever had to one. And he doesn't want to let it go. Like running off with Ruth while I think it's somewhat tempting to him. Um, it's, you know, it's not, he's known her forever, his whole life. And I think that doing something new and different and finding his own path is exciting, but you know, it's the wrong decision because Darlene's dangerous, unpredictable. And, and the heat that was brought down onto them, you know, got them killed. Yeah. Um, speaking of like Darlene, let's talk a little bit about, um, Wendy and like, they're kind of back and forth in this season where, like there's just so much great like condescension and uh wendy toward darlene and darlene like they're calling each other up and saying oh it was so nice to see you and like stuff like this and yeah i don't know i just like their whole back and forth and then uh darlene has the heart attack when she finds out that uh what is it that ruth was uh um bought back their heroin or whatever and then resold it uh back to the cartel so they can make this deal you know um you know, and Ruth does this a couple times to her, to her in this season. Um, but then we get that with Wendy. I, I don't know. I just really enjoy Darlene and Wendy kind of going back and forth here. Like she comes and visits her in the hospital after her heart attack. And, you know, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Wendy's never been so. Uh, Wendy has changed in this season, right? Like I think yeah. the death of her brother. And I think I think it's worth talking about Wendy and, and, uh, and uh, Jonah. Yeah. Uh, and their whole arc in this season. Um, I think um, she's, 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 she was already had issues. She already had issues, Wendy, but now I think she's, she's uh, broken is not maybe the right word, but she's twisted. Um, yeah. Twisted's a good one. You know, like I think she was broken after, after her brother died and she was drinking liquor in a minivan or whatever she was doing in the Walmart parking lot. But um right. That's an ultimate low. But ultimately, like, you know, Jonah, this this rebellion against her and there's resentment and hatred. And she tries to, like, make peace with him or she tries to move on and he won't have it. And then she becomes outwardly belligerent against him. And Marty's sort of trying to and and, uh, Charlotte, they're trying to broker the peace between them. And I think that the toll of that on on Wendy is, uh, you know, you see that like manifest in like that scene where she goes to visit Darlene in the hospital, uh, you know, and almost glow, you know, but you know, when when Darlene came up to her, uh, you know, she basically had the heart attack because Wendy like scared her. Right. Yeah. Like said, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, Uh, and and uh, it it shocked when Darlene. Right. Yeah, because Darlene's normally the one that is batshit crazy, and everyone is intimidated by it. But Wendy is like so unfazed by it that I think, yeah, Darlene's like a little bit taken taken aback for sure. They could have killed Darlene right there, but they don't. Yeah, they don't. They wait. Yeah, that's right. Because, um, yeah, I think they wanted that um, reason for Javi to have to kill Wyatt. I think they, you know, um, because it. I guess he could have shown up to the house just the same and Darlene's dead already gone. And it's just Wyatt. <laughs> you know, that would be the audience well, would be a bit like what? You know what I, I mean? Yeah, I, I guess she still has to be alive for it to make sense for Wyatt to be there and you know for his murder to make sense because like he says, he doesn't even know who Wyatt is. You know? No. There's no clue. And you know. Um, also the fact that, uh, you know, how, like when Javi calls up Claire and asks like, Oh, like who was the other person that like made the deal? And it w- basically describes Ruth. 
um is right. he gonna go after ruth anyway you know should ruth just go after javi or should, you know i don't know like i think there might be um a little bit what of has ruth gotta lose what yeah well like that's it like you know three i guess that's it yeah she has three left you know he's yep you heard it here first his name is a number <laughs> <laughs> right but like i think like that's all everyone else is gone all the other langmores are dead now yeah it's amazing like the curse of the langmores is definitely strong here on the show like where it's literally just ruth and three left that's it and three is like kind of insignificant although he <laughs> i barely recognized it when he showed up i was like is this three yeah uh, um so like yeah like wyatt's dead uh like the um moose dad's dead wyatt's dad is dead um his brother's dead <laughs> that's a lot in just like what a year not even like yeah. we're saying like, how old is this baby like three months old <laughs> right and is it ruth's baby now wasn't yeah, ruth, ruth just took the baby i was, was like is this wasn't this the baby social service was coming to get they were coming to get yeah because wendy called called on them yeah and then they got well no but then they got married so that stopped that but then they got murdered so like i when they assumed that the baby was abducted by the murderers well i wonder if like that like because like ruth was there right like is that crime scene going to be a crime scene or is it going to get cleaned up I, well, Javi just left it. Like, yeah, he didn't even, yeah, yeah, he doesn't seem to care. You know, for for a guy who's supposed to be the big, huge mob boss, he sure does a lot of like the dirty work himself. Yeah, like which is not usual. Um, like, what was the who's the person he kills? Uh, you know, when he kills the sheriff, and then he gets Marty to come over to clean it up, and then some, and then the next sheriff comes over, and he almost kills her too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Marty has to tell him no. But uh, he doesn't have a criminal record uh, in the states. He can travel between the United States and Canada, no problem. Yeah, he's but yeah, exactly. So he's never gone. He's never been caught. And they literally have like in this season, there's the confession where Marty pulls it out of him or whatever that he set up the FBI explosion. Who did? Javi. Like, where, oh yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he, yeah. there's that whole scene with Marty where he like literally says like that. Like he admits that they blew up that van, to, and which almost killed four federal officers, which is what the FBI said they cared about, but they didn't seem to care about that at all once the deal started to occur. Right. So the thing about Javi is like he's he is kind of this formidable antagonist in some ways because he's so dangerous and he's so impulsive. But on the other hand, he's not as smart as Marty Bird. He's not as smart as most of the other characters on this show. Uh, so will like is his muscle like even Omar Navarro had a much more calculating sense yeah. to him, right? And yes. and uh or Dell or or Helen. And now with 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 um with Javi, he's just like this, he's just pure um rage and sort of impulse and he whatever. So he seems even though he seems he's he's probably the most dangerous of all the ones that they've had to deal with, he seems like he's the most uh easy to take head on, you know. Um yeah, well, I don't think it's the problem's gonna be um you know killing javi i think it's the fallout from killing javi right so so like yeah like ruth finds tracks him down somehow either sure. in the united either in probably in the u.s but maybe in mexico who knows mm -hmm. you know and she kills him okay then what i then think the fbi and the cartel will be uber pissed at her 
Right, because if the Navarro cartel goes away, what's the problem that some other cartel will yeah. take will will fill the the void and that they don't have as much info on that they haven't been following for ten years and you know that all all sort they'll have to start they'll have to start all over again pretty much but at the same time it's like it's like I don't really see why they care so much like you know they seem to be okay with it you know that's the 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 thing that like I think this um show really showed toward the end about the FBI is that. They're fine with drug cartels and think that they want the to they want a job to do. They don't really care about them bringing heroin in and like they you know from like that's like the whole crisis that Maya has where she eventually says no we're just gonna arrest Omar Navarro anyway, um because it, like her superiors are like no we're just gonna use them to they're find corrupt. out more yeah they're corrupt. You know, the, and they really just want a job. Do they want bigger budgets and to get bonuses and to get raises or whatever they, you know, success? Uh, and that's what they see as success, not getting the bad guys. Cause like the, in their mind, well, just a new bad guy will pop up right in their place, you know? But I don't know if I believe that. Yeah. Like I don't know either. Like I, th- I, I think, I'm like, I yeah, think- yes, yes. You pull out a weed. Maybe another one pulls up, grows up in its place, but then you pull that one out too. You know, like it's like until there's no more weeds. Right. Yeah, and then, then you just get some Rogaine or not Rogaine. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Uh, some Roundup. Some Roundup. That's it. Yeah. You get some Roundup, not Rogaine. That's if you're bald. Um, <laughs> that's if you want to grow stuff. Um, right. Roundup. Uh, yeah, like you know, you just kill the whole field, but yeah, like the FBI doesn't seem to want to do that at all. They seem to want to know what's going on rather than be in the dark. Well, yeah, maintain the status quo, right? Mm-hmm. You know, like the who uh, pro, uh, who benefits, right? And I, I think that that's the thing is like, how do you really enact change when you have these kinds of forces at play, you know? Uh, or do you just try to make the best for your own self in a, in a messed up world? I think that's what often these a lot of these characters are asking themselves, right? You know, um, whether you're in law enforcement or you're a criminal, I don't know if there's much difference, right? Like that's often what I sort of get the impression from watching a lot of these shows is that yeah. you're kind of you're going to be sort of um, morally yeah. bankrupt either way by the end right. of it, you know? Which is it, a great like conversation that Maya has with like the guy she turned in that took the false confession the, the other black uh uh fbi agent, agent the, the ball the ball guy um yeah. yeah like he he uh you know kind of says to her like look like you know how can you look down on me so much when you're in here in the down in the muck with with the rest of the rest with the rest of us you know you can't really you know she's like what am i a hypocrite you know blah 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 blah, blah. she kind of goes off on him but like he has a point like you know like you're kind of like what you were just saying dude like they're all kind of in the muck of crime here and they all start seeing gray but she's one she's the exception right like she's the she's the the white knight who is 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 like she's not the harvey dent you know yeah well she is kind of the harvey dent character up until but maybe shop i don't like shop or two-faced moment i don't think so but yeah like you know harvey dent could have died in that you know explosion of uh you know Rachel, Rachel explosion. The Rachel explosion. You know, maybe Rachel would have survived had Batman not gone after. That's a whole other story. But <laughs> Batman. Well, yeah, but to... like, what if like uh, her baby was killed? Right. Right. How no, morally no. righteous she should be after that, or something? You know, something along those lines. I could only imagine. You know, like, um, 
I wonder where they'll take her character because I do think there's more there to be explored. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyone like anyone else that like that's kind of standing out that we haven't talked about? Um, well, um, what do you think about Jonah? What do you think about his like? Do you uh, agree with what how he feels about his mom and the actions she took? And you know, yeah, I think you could just as easily ask that question about uh, what's the daughter's name again? Charlotte. Charlotte, you just as easily ask the question about that. Um, because like she's very much like like her mom and is really into the family business, very loyal. Whereas, yeah, Jonah's a lot more um, you know, to, views this as, you know, fucked up and you know, his mom turned like killed turned over his brother to be killed, and like that's just like that's something you can just forget about, especially if you're like 15 years old, 16 years old, or ever old jonah's supposed to be in this show um, uh 14 i think at this point uh but it's like this role reversal because in the beginning when they all found out what their parents were up to like jonah was the one who wanted to be loyal and helpful and charlotte was the rebel and now they flipped yeah which makes a lot of sense it's, you know shows do that a lot but like yeah it makes sense because he found out a truth that was so messed up and charlotte here's that point blank and the, it doesn't really change her um you know, I, I think because she, okay, because okay, the whole what do you, what happened to uh, her brother? Like her brother, his name ben. was a Ben, right? Like, yeah. uh, in season three, like, did did Wendy have another choice? Did you understand why she why 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 she sold him out? Um, like uh, like, and the other question of it to that is also is Wendy right that like Ruth shouldn't have pulled him out of the mental hospital like you know she she went out of her way to make sure that he was safe there and and that was probably going to be the best place for him kind of like what she wants to do to jonah here and send him to jail that maybe he would actually be the safest in jail you know considering what's going on with them right now um you know and there's conversations about charlotte like oh you should go like when you go to chicago what do you want to do and you know so like there's i understand where wendy's coming from but her her um her solutions are very radical because i think i think once ben found out about what they were up to and once he found you know and then when he especially when he went up to helen and her daughter and he told he's like your mom's a drug lord and blah 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 right like come on you know helen would have killed them all yeah right kill the entire bird family right over over this right and they're hiding him and like she's trying to take him somewhere and then he keeps buying phones and he keeps trying to call helen to smooth it over and you're like the only thing you can do is lock him up that's like right like that's the only that was way do after it. that that was way after that yeah like uh, you know like she, yeah she tried to lock him up before that right and she tried all kinds of things right you know and like so i guess like is it is it Ben's fault that they were involved in this? No, but once Ben found out and his condition, he having this bipolar condition, you know, he's not really completely responsible for what he's doing either, you know, yeah. because he's mentally ill. But I just, I don't, I don't know what Wendy, what, what, what was the other choice? Like run away from the cartel with Ben for as long as possible when he's going to try to call them every five minutes when you, yeah, like it, it, it didn't make sense. Like, yeah, I understand. Well, you understand where Wendy's coming from. Then you look at you're sympathetic to her. I'm, si- I'm more I'm more sympathetic to to Wendy and to Charlotte and Marty. That's saying like, yeah, it was sad. Yeah, it was messed up. But you know, like Jonah trying to be like this 
like sort of like absolute about it, you know, uh, and to condemn yeah. his mother over it, uh, I think is kind of, I don't know. Like it's, it, I, again, he's young and sort of maybe he'll come around like Charlotte said, but, um, you know, I think that, that, that these, the birds were strongest when they were working as a unit. Right. And they aren't anymore. Yeah, but it's also like I understand like you know Jonah's moral compass is you know firing here and he's you know I think you want that you know for yeah like he's told a lot in the season no you need to grow up but at the same time he's the only one looking at this um in a, from a moral standpoint yes everything you said is right rationally but morally it was completely completely like unforgivable you know so uh you know so that's what makes it a good conundrum you know um right you know so uh, yeah like, you know it was it's very like the, the end of season three is very cringy to watch especially because of ben because like yeah everything you're saying about like what do you especially when he walks up to helen and then he's like trying to call her and everything with him is just like oh god you know and it really right. makes it makes it okay as a viewer to be like oh, okay i understand why wendy did this but at the same time doesn't make it any easier well it doesn't mean she's innocent no like you know she's guilty she's certainly guilty of something but i i don't know her other her only other choice was to like try to turn themselves all in i guess and try to go into witness protection but that probably like that was the only possible out they could have done that long before this you know which i guess the other thing uh, let's talk about the lawyer you know and the um where did he 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 was originally um buddy's lawyer right like the guy that was like the head of the state or the governor or senator or whatever he was that that Uh, um uh i forget his name but like uh um, wendy was dealing with him to get the casino yeah he was like the uh the the donor guy right yeah um he also had a thing for wendy everyone's got a thing for Wendy. everything's got a thing for wendy yeah yeah and so this lawyer like he's pretty much a straight guy though he's just you know and uh and so they're like she's like come work for me lawyer man and he's you know she's like he's like okay and then uh, she's like well you're gonna be working with me in the fbi on this this uh drug cartel thing and you know while it is illegal you know this is the legal part of it and he's like well if i get involved here i I, i've always had a policy of not doing getting involved with anything too criminal (laughs) Uh, something that get me killed good pol- anything that will get me killed yeah i think is what he says and and uh and he says yes to like he dips his toe in and it's like once you dip your toe in yeah it's like there will, you're, there will there be a mob uh, cartel boss at your door threatening you that you are now his lawyer too right <laughs> yes. yeah and like you know he become he he turn and flips on them because he's so scared i guess um and uh and so I guess it's like when the birds got involved with, with Dal, right? And this whole thing, you know, like... Well, he was going to be killed. Like, that's the whole crux of the show is that he was going to be killed just like Javi has him on the ground here in, in, the, uh, in the finale here of part one where he's about to be killed and then um, he comes up with the whole idea with the Ozarks. And in this episode, he comes up with the whole thing about, you know, how Omar is to be fbi informant or whatever and he like he's like tells him the truth basically right right and that's kind of what lets him live so he's now done it to dell and now javi where he's like 
you think Marty's going to die, and then boom, he saves himself. Right. I guess the whole, like, what, like, you can look at, like, uh, the birds' decisions, right? Like, getting involved, like, choose, like, they thought that, well, we can, we can launder this money for a few years and we can get really rich and kind of walk away from it. But I, I think the, re- uh, you know, then Dal, like, on a, on a whim, kills the partner, sniffs out that he was embezzling from him and was going to kill Marty too and put him into a thing. And I guess they was going to track down Wendy, right? And would that have been better? If he had died there, and even if he had tracked down Wendy later on, would that would let would there be fewer bodies on the floor now? I think the uh, Langmores might not have died as fast. They probably would have died, but you know, a sheriff, yeah, uh, Mason, his wife, yeah, uh, you know, all these other people along the way. Um, yeah, there's been a lot of deaths on this show. Um, Another lives ruined. Driver dude, Darlene, Joseph yeah. Snell like ben ben yeah there's <laughs> a lot of helen people. even 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 some, e- even some of these other criminals they would still be they would still be going yeah no right? that's definitely uh, true but it's all from marty's salesman his salesman ability to sell the ozarks and the money laundering basically started this chain effect of yeah lots of different <laughs> people getting killed now maybe that's just the way the cartel uh, and FBI mob stuff goes. It's just there's going to be lots of people getting killed, and once you get into that pool, like you were saying, that's what just occurs, you know. But a lot of people, I think you're right, would have not have been indirectly killed. Um, yeah, and I guess it's like if you if you ever think, I guess the the cautionary tale about this whole show, and it's been a part of a lot of these shows, is uh, the second you go into the underworld, you may, you probably will never come out. Yeah, it's hard to get out of this. And even like in this season, I keep teasing like, oh, the birds are going to get out from the wings of Navarro and that this is, you know, that they can see a light at the end of the tunnel. No way. Right. And it's like, I don't know. Even if Javi was gone, I don't think that would even be the case. Like you take him off the board. I think like they're always going to know who the birds are. Who is the cartel? Oh, the cartel, yeah, yeah. Well, whether or not they come after him, I guess you like it would just be another leader, it would be Javi's cousin, or you know, whatever. Yeah, it'd be the next who the next uh, Navarro relative, or who like those other guys that were around the table. Because, like, you see, remember that scene where Omar like punches Javi like in front of them all, yeah, and then he makes him the new boss like an episode later, right? <laughs> yeah, you it's know? a bit much, it moves very quick. Um. And then he's in jail, you know. And now he's he's gonna be in jail probably for the whole season, the rest of this next season. Uh, whether or not he's gonna, I don't know if he's gonna be on the show all that much now. Uh, Omar, Omar, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like he's like his chess piece has been taken off the board quite a bit. We only have seven episodes left, right? So there's only so much story left to tell. And I know a bunch of the characters have, have died. We've lost the sheriff. We've lost. Um, we've, we've lost. Wyatt, we've lost uh Darlene. Who else have I been missing? Um, yeah, there's, pretty... there's the three biggest. I don't know. Yeah, Omar might be out of the picture now. Yeah, more or less. We might see him again. Um, yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of what occurs next, but you know, um, let's talk about Ruth maybe because we haven't really okay. talked about her at all. But yeah, um, that'd be a good person to talk about here. Um, 
yeah i feel like her whole season is about like trying to like get away from this whole life and just leave with with wyatt and three and just get the hell out of there like that's really what she wants but she won't leave without wyatt and Wyatt's kind of stuck to this even though she he shouldn't be you know but when you think about what is ruth's arc throughout the whole show to you so far um she's the girl that you know comes from nothing and has well, just with her like her charm and wit and personality and smarts has gotten a lot of knowledge and experience and kind of she's a survivor like that's kind of how i look at her like she just keeps going and is very um adaptable to whatever situation and tragedy i would say there's other thing that just follows her like her dad got you know killed and you know uh you know now with wyatt and and ben and her mom and just everything with her is tragedy we got to meet like her mother's sister in this season too right yeah the last episode um yeah the whole last episode is kind of heartbreaking for ruth because like she talks to why tries to talk him out of marrying darlene and he says he's gonna do it and then she wants to come to the wedding and she doesn't go to the wedding and three goes and like you know it's just everything with it is very heartbreaking because she's like all she does is actually really care about her family uh she doesn't really care about money all that much you know and things that really what she wants is people you know she, she wants, wants respect her, right she wants that too and she's good at what she does but really what she loves is wyatt and three and and just having something of her own right like and you know, like the, she's she starts off as basically an antagonist, and now she's almost the main character of the show. Yeah, that's kind of crazy when you think about it. Like the arc that you don't really see that a lot when someone starts off like as like a complete like not likable person, a villain, right? A villain almost, and then yeah, kills. She's trying to kill Marty for the first season. Yep, and she also like kills her own uncle and her dad. Uh, and, no, uh, no, 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 no. Her uncles, right? She kills her two. Yeah, uncles. her her kills both her two of her uncles, uh, because they were gonna kill Marty. Uh, so she chooses Marty over her own family, and now she would never do that. You know. No. So it is. It's very interesting. Um, her whole arc is kind of, yeah, like just tragic, but also like you you can't help but respect her. She's really come a long way um from that first season i mean yeah you're right she's the main like how when has that ever happened where he's like i would say she's more of a main character than even wendy is you know like i think because she, she's the rootable character everyone likes ruth you know like everyone all sides like her right yeah like i think any person watching the show loves ruth i mean but she's she's but she's never interacted with Omar, she's never interacted with so far with Javi, although I expect that's going to be an interaction. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. right? But like Darlene respected her and Marty and Wendy for a time until they had their blow up over Ben, right? Yeah. Um, ultimately. And so that's kind of, I don't think they're reconciling. <laughs> You're right. She's only kind of interacted with the cartel a couple of times. Like it's, it's a lot of it's been indirect. And a lot of it was Helen, right? Yeah yeah that's right they, so, who like, waterboarded her and all that yeah like it, it's been you know the, that was the most direct moment where they almost killed her right and marty had to watch her and like had to wait yeah yeah like um all that stuff was the most direct 
influence she had from the cartel and she knows how serious they are but she doesn't she's not in the muck as much as like wendy and marty are with <laughs> like they're calling <laughs> omar novaro the head of the cartel on his personal no. phone talking to him you know Right, they're using her more to like do like the the street level stuff, street level really. stuff, right? But you know, yeah, that whole thing too, like where he goes and kills, you know, Darlene. Javi goes and kills Darlene and uh, Wyatt. It's like, did he have to do it? You know, probably not. He was just mad. <laughs> you know, he he was just pissed off that the bar the birds didn't do what they were told, and um. Darlene didn't stop selling hair, which screwed up his pharmaceutical business deal with the birds because he was trying to choke them. Basically, you know, the birds were going to get used the cartel originally. And then they, uh, the whole thing with the Maya was the agent at the explosion. And he found out that, you know, um, they had to pull that. So then the birds had to use Darlene's heroin, you know, instead and that pissed that's what pissed him off so much you know because he was actually trying to screw so the birds so, he, so you're saying he killed he killed darlene because to hurt the birds yeah uh, also because yeah i think so in a lot of ways because like the birds used that that you know that heroin to get get around the problem of him trying to uh pull all their heroin to screw up their deal he wanted to screw up their deal because he didn't trust them yeah right because there, there has been a lot of like these like metaphors uh then they've shown us through the, the show the fact that their last name is bird is obviously not uh, yeah. uh it's very specific it's very deliberate that yeah. I, and they talk about like the the invasive species that come in and yeah. kill everything and then leave you know and um and as ultimately is that just what the show like at the end of the day the birds maybe are going to walk away all four of them alive and everyone like ruth and everybody else is dead yeah, like, and there's a bird, like, in, in the, the final episode, there's, like, a bird, like, a crow, I think, in the mall where they go to, like, do the negotiation with Omar and the FBI. So oh, there's all sorts... Empty, in that empty mall, yeah. Yeah, in the empty mall. Like, there's all sorts of, like, um, symbolism there um, That that is definitely direct and, and very well done. The whole show is definitely well thought about and... Um, really really good that way where you can really analyze it i love like the title cards where like they put up all the different the four pictures. symbols yeah that spell ozark and you know so like all that stuff's really really good um you can really look into everything uh here with this final episode i also know like for instance um in this final episode in the mall like you know we have the santa claus set up so is this around christmas i guess See, like, it's hard to tell, like, what time of year it is. They never really say, like, I'm not sure how much it matters because I don't know if it's it, like, because all we know for sure is it not a lot of time has gone by three, three months, I think, is the at most, right? Six months? I don't know. Yeah. How, feel... Zeke is still a baby. That's what I keep coming back to. But Zeke wasn't born at the beginning of the show. Was he? But he's born at the end of the show, isn't he? He's born at the end of season one. Is it the end of season one? I don't remember exactly when. But well, it's got to be before she or after she. She like, the mother dies, right? Like uh, yeah. Mason's wife dies in season one, so it's got to be the, around that time. That yeah, it's got to be probably at the end of season one. Yeah, that's crazy that it's that long ago. 
Yeah. Um, and they could have time jumped, but they chose not to, right? Like, so they want this to feel like it. Um, and Buddy, I guess, but the guy living in their basement, like, how long was he alive for? I guess before he died, right? Like, just a few months, I think. Um, maybe like four months. Uh, yeah, that is interesting. They could, like, that's a, uh, an interesting thing about this show is like, why doesn't they time jump? They knew the actors were going to get older, they knew their the show was going to take four or five years to do. Uh, why not just time jump it a couple times? Like, you know, you do a montage where they're wandering money, you know, and you make a year go by. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't like it. Just maybe, maybe the, I, maybe the creators just always had a certain amount of time that they wanted to the show to span. I think the pandemic, I think slowed things down in this production of this last season, because, you know, it goes 2017, 2018, the third season was released in 2020, but then this new season is not coming out until two years later, right? So um, I think they're just trying to do the best they can with it. Did you also notice, Jeff, that the last two episodes of this um, were directed by Robin Wright? Yes, I did. The, the From House of Cards and Forrest, Forrest Gump. Gump. And, yeah, Jenna. Jenna on Jenna. Um, I, like, I know she's directed stuff as well but i was like oh robin wright's directing episodes she's directing like lots of house of cards too uh, obviously she's on that show but yeah um, i guess it's it, like when somebody directs a show that they're already on like jason bateman had directed some episodes of this show and you're like, okay he's already on the show so for him to be the director too well that's the only that. only reason he chose to do this show was because they were gonna let him direct oh really because he wanted yeah. to get into that yeah because he was gonna go make movies before he decided to do this show he was gonna go make like films and direct and then they gave him the opportunity to do this show and direct and he was like well i can't pass that up so it's what they went with you know um or he went with which was a good decision i would say um but yeah like because now i think he'll get a really good movie to do if he wants to do one um you know but i'm surprised that robin wright's directing like crucial episodes like that like because i would imagine like jason bateman would want them or you or know. one of the other big directors from the show, like yeah, um, uh, like Andrew Bernstein or one of those guys. Yeah, like yeah, especially like like in episode seven, like you know here, where it's like a. Big... But you can't say that she did a bad job. Like these well, last absolutely. two episodes, absolutely not. I wouldn't say that at all. I'm just surprised they chose her, um, because she's not really connected to the show, other than. Maybe, I don't know if she's a she's not on the show. She's not. Yeah. Like you think, but maybe she's just a massive fan and, uh, you know, and she's like, I'm going to come in here and direct these last two episodes. Or and, she's just a talented director and they wanted to use her, you know, I guess, but she, her directing experience is limited. So. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, it's interesting. Like, uh, but yeah, I guess the director doesn't matter as much on a TV show as, um, not as much as a movie. Writer. No. Yeah, as a writer, but they still matter, um, you know, and a lot of things have already been figured out for this show. But yeah, for like big moments, um, I guess you would want an actor director too. like you would want someone that be like, especially for emotional scenes and, and this. Well, you uh, want whoever's going to bring the most the best out of their of their actors. That's what a director's job is to do. Um, largely, you know, get the best yeah. performances. Um the right the right nuances and and so yeah like i just uh it's interesting that they that she she did this um i i don't know what the connection is to anybody else or if any um other than but yeah i have to look into that and see kind of 
will she direct more episodes yeah. uh, in this last season? And uh, and when will we get the finale? Because they haven't even announced the date, right? For the, the next seven episodes, the final no, seven episodes? I think it'll be like in the summer. You know, yeah. I hope we don't have to wait that long, but I think that's why. You think we're going to have to wait six months, maybe? Yeah, that's what the people are saying, that it's going to be like, it could be like even the fall, but like, hopefully not. Hopefully, But the comes. episodes are already done. I know. Like he said, like Jason Bateman was on um, Jimmy Kimmel the other night, and he said, you know, we'll get the next seven episodes sooner than you think. But what the hell does that mean? You know, like well, is maybe it like a, maybe like a month or something would be nice. Like we'll we'll we'll, we'll do a podcast when that after that those have aired, and then we'll we'll wrap this all up. So yeah, how soon will we be back here talking about it? We'll see. Yeah, I mean, I hope it's soon. I hope it's like by June. You know. Uh, because yeah, like there's, I, I want to know the end. <laughs> I want to see what happens, you know, like I'm surprised that Netflix decided to do this, this whole, we have 14 episodes, not 20, cause they could have done two more seasons, but they were like, no, we only really have 14 more of story to do. So they're like, all right, two, seven episode kind of mini seasons is what they did here and just made it a giant season four. Um, which is kind of nice. I wish shows would do this more where it would be like, you know, do like three seasons and then a big four season. You well, know, it's kind of like what they do in movies. You know, you get, you get like the Hunger Games and then you get uh, the, the next Hunger Games and then they, they split the third book into two two movies, right? Like, I just uh, think that's a good amount of episodes. I think most shows, if they just went three seasons and then a big four season, I think you would get you would get it like that's enough time to do a great show and a great, you know, like, like breaking bad was five seasons, but you know, like that kind of thing, like where it's, that's about the right amount of time for a show. I think once it goes past that, it's like, it becomes the walking dead as previously mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> walking dead is like, yeah, like an example of a show sort of, uh, go not, let's not even talk about fatigue. It's like you, you, you drive it into the ground. Right. Um, you know, and then there are other shows that I think ended maybe a little too soon, you know, like four seasons. I feel like, oh, this show could have gone a little further. Maybe, maybe not. Well, but, you know, it's that's I'm not the creator of the show. So it's uh, it's not it's this is their vision that it is what it is. It would just be kind of sad to see it end. But like, what did Sons of Anarchy go? Was that seven seasons? It was seven seasons. And the seven and like and the seventh season's not as good, right? But like Breaking Bad, for instance, is what five? Yeah, and it's a great final season. You know, like I do think like uh they stretch out the season sometimes at toward the end. And I think it is smarter to go out for like bang, 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 bang. And it's you know, it's all you know, knockouts. When you're uh, telling this kind of a story where you you know it, it it can be very like uh pedantic, it's very ordinary, and then all of a sudden, like out of nowhere, somebody gets shot. And like you're like, what? You know, shock yeah, value. Where'd that come from? That um, from? Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what this show is. But like Sons, Sons is kind of like that too, although they would have their you know, motorcycle montage moments. Um, they don't really do that as much anymore on the show. They did at the beginning where um there was lots of Marty voiceover about money laundering, and that was kind of like the charm to the show at the beginning, but they don't really do any of that anymore. It's just about the characters now. It's not even just about him anymore. It's like it's all of them. Yep. It's it's not just the Marty the Marty Bird show, uh, but um, I, Marty Bird I think is one of the most interesting TV characters 
I've ever seen, really. Like, period. I think that you know the way the way that Jason Bateman plays him uh, is really interesting. The the fact that how he how controlled he he that that character is, how much he yeah. how much he does not react. Yeah, like when he has like Ruth stick a gun in his face. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna kill you if you don't tell me. And he's like, No, you are not. <laughs> yeah. Just like, you know, like people are screaming at him at the top of their lungs or they're going to, you know, he's like, yep, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, he handles um, pressure uh, better than in a both. very unique way. Very unique way and kind of, um, I don't know how they, how he does it where it seems believable sometimes because like, it's almost like really like i think i'd anybody would be shit in their pants right now but yeah he never seems to and i think that's the whole point it's like that's why he's still alive you know is is his demeanor and ability to think under pressure right because near the end there where they were like they were flashing back to him and his partner when they first got that office in chicago you know there's nothing wrong with that camry it's good that's good you know um right but it, it's kind of it's it's deceptive right because they're intercutting to like the present day and he's actually taking out a new office lease uh yeah i think so uh but it's also like i think like yeah it's definitely it's funny because like his boss was all about the flash and you know what makes you happy is like you know having all the, the finer things in life and now he does have all those things marty does but you know like because he has cartel money but it's all tainted and it's all, you know, you can't really enjoy it, you know, the same way. Uh, because he nah. lives with the fear. You'll always be looking over his shoulder. Like, as much as they want to pretend they can get out and they can get whatever, they'll, you never will get out. Yeah, most likely not. Um, only if the FBI allows it. And then even then, the cartel would be coming after you, most likely as well. Yeah, like they, they've seen too much. Well, yeah, that's true, right? They've they've seen too much. They know too much. Uh, I I just I can't I can't believe it. Like you know, that's why I think like that's an interesting point, Dave. Because I think if you look at Marty and Wendy, Wendy believes the only way out is to get to the top of the mountain, be the most powerful, most influential family in the state. That's the only way to get above this and actually survive. Whereas Marty thinks be practical, be smart, be cautious, get, you know, keep skating by until eventually you find your moment to either escape or, or just secure yourself. You know, I, I tend to think Wendy right in their two approaches. Well, I think Wendy would agree with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I think like with, with Marty, I think it's, he's not willing to go all the way immoral like you know whereas yeah he doesn't want to do anything amoral unless he has to yes and and wendy almost enjoys it a bit wendy is also she enjoys the attention she likes the she was the house mom for a while but she's used to be in the politics and she knows how to navigate these people in this world and she's really good at acting as far as like you know pretending to care about things when she doesn't and like she's a lot more savvy manipulator than than marty is marty is more the the you know the 
you know the the guts of the operation where he you know he has all the the money laundering down and the accounts and actually how to how that all works the algorithms and the programs whereas um again like wendy's more the people person she's really good at like lying to people and great at manipulating them great finding what they care about and what they need and using that and twisting it to get what she needs mm-hmm. yeah whereas, no, like like when they are when they're working together they are a formidable pair you know and then you throw charlotte and jonah into the mix i'm like whoa what, what a criminal enterprise we got going on here but it won't last it can't last yeah that's just not how it goes yeah like uh like like the scene here too dave with marty where he like busts in on the funeral home and the guy's like selling the guy a casket and he's just like gonna need you to leave in like 15 five minutes okay five 15 percent off okay 20 and then he starts what he's like 25 percent off but i really need you to fuck out of here (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah, that's good it's good yeah uh great show i'm excited to see where where it ends you know yeah me too um i think that's it though i think that we've kind of covered what we wanted to say about this until the next seven episodes come out um you know for anyone watching uh you know we do cover all sorts of different tv shows not just ozarks we cover uh, live long on live long on podcasts we cover a bunch of star trek stuff we do movies we do tv we do radio theaters uh so check out all that on this channel we cover lots of different marvel stuff We've covered uh, Hawkeye recently. We have, uh, what's the one, Dave? Night Owl coming up? or uh, Moon Knight's coming Moon up Knight. in uh, March. We're also going to be talking about um, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness when that film releases. Yes. So uh, trying to cover all, since WandaVision, since the beginning of 2021, we're trying to do a podcast about every MCU installment. Uh, we also hear uh, talk about Big Brothers, uh, the various versions of Big Brother USA and Canada. And starting next Wednesday, uh, yes, Sam, the Big Brother Celebrity Cast has been revealed. He's also asking if we heard about The Amazing Race. I, I don't really watch The Amazing Race. Amanda and I have been watching it. So did you hear about it, Jeff? Yeah, what he's referring to, Dave, is the fact that they started the race right before the pandemic. Then the pandemic hit, so they had to cancel. So then they had to bring people back like a year later to rerun the race. They only got through two legs. Then they brought back then four people. Yeah, they brought back the same people, but four of the teams couldn't continue the race. So they brought back the two teams that were already eliminated. They came back and then they were down there too short. And and so I'm like, well, this isn't the same race anymore, you know? So it's kind of bullshit. That's what I think about it. I don't know. You okay. let me know now, what I, you think, Sam. Now I've heard about it, Sam. Uh, <laughs> and he's also asking, did you ever see the Ultimate Fighter or anything UFC? I would. I'm not a big fan of that either. Uh, he, but he is saying that somebody from Insync uh, is going to be on Big Brother Celebrity Three. Okay, so here is it, it's Zach Lance. So the cast um, is who is it? Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick. Oh, it's oh, it's Chris for Insync. Yeah. Okay. So here's the here's the cast. We got uh, okay. Cynthia Bailey Hill, a model uh, slash Real Housewives star. Uh, Amanda would know her. Uh, Todd Bridges uh, from Different Strokes. Uh, that's before my time. Todrick Hall, a singer slash choreographer slash influencer. Here's the, I think here's the headline. Chris Catan from Mango? SNL. Yes. Mango is going to play? Mango. 
What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me no more. Um, Night at the Roxbury's own. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick, of course, from NSYNC. We got Carson Cressley uh, from Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. Teddy Mellencamp, the uh, um, Real Housewife star, also the daughter of uh, John Cougar Mellencamp. Um, Shanna Mowakler, former U Miss USA slash actress slash reality star. Should we know her? Shanna Mowakler, reality um, star. One second. Uh, no, I don't know her. Uh, Marai Nag Nagasu, uh, an Olympic figure skater. Lamar Odom, former NBA player and uh, for, I guess former husband of Kim, um, Khloe Kardashian. I think that there's they're yep. breaking up at the moment. And Misha Cupcake Tate, a former UFC champion. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I think it'll be all right. Um, Say, Todrick Hall is a huge Big Brother fan. He hosted Big Brother 23 after parties. And Todrick Hall was who? Who is Todrick Hall? Todrick Because he's a singer-dancer, but I've never heard of this guy. Well, who is he? I don't know. Why is he a celebrity? He will be saying bye-bye when evicting, though. So he, Sam is saying the best TV is going to be coming from Todrick Hall. This guy, we don't, the celebrity, we don't know. Who oh, he he's from American Idol. American Idol? He made it to the semifinals on American Idol. In what year? Oh, I don't know. In the ninth season. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess Jennifer Hudson did too. So, you know, some, some, some big stars came out of American Idol. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, some of them are going to, but like, yeah, I, I never, I don't remember him. You know, I guess that was past my American Idol day watching when it was big. I got watched it a bit, but I don't, you know, everyone remembers yeah. Ruben Studdard and Kelly Clarkson. I, uh, yeah. And like, uh, and obviously Carrie Underwood. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of I'm interested in yeah in Chris Kattan. Uh, Chris Kattan, yeah, Chris he's the he's the Tom Green of this season. He is. I, Who's the Kato Kalen though? Tom Green's funnier. <laughs> <laughs> so we talk. We're gonna be doing a cast preview podcast and uh, and a draft amongst uh, the eight of us who are part of the reality TV draft uh, circle um leading up before next wednesday's premiere and then we'll be talking about that uh it's a, it's it's only for the month of february uh celebrity big brother three is going to be coming out and we'll be talking about that pretty much for that entire month uh, along with jameel robinson uh sam's excited i see some comments coming through uh oh he was saying oh i meant the guy from insync will be saying bye 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 baby bye 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 hey. yeah we know the song yeah he did a remix for the 2000s. Anyway, so um, and then Big Brother Canada 10 will be starting in March. After that, I'll be talking about that with Jamil. Uh, and then Big Brother USA 24 in the in, in the summer. So Big Brother is busy. Survivor is going to be coming back in March. We'll be talking about that here on Super Made Brothers Podcasting. Uh, when that new season comes out, Survivor 42. And I think that's it. Oh, and also check out our third channel. It's called Trivial Debates, a monthly show where we argue about movies, TV, sports, and a game show format. We usually do it on the last Sunday of the month, but in this case, we're not. Uh, we're going to do it on February 6th. I'll be competing. We got uh, Chris Seymour, Adam Woodward also in the mix, and da our cousin Davin hosting. He'll be showing no favoritism. We're going to be talking about what the best movie monologue is and a bunch of other interesting topics. So check out that on Trivial Debates on February 6th live. And um, and yeah, that's it. I think those are all our shows. Also, check out our uh, Davin's podcast, Locutors Attract, my son Eamon's podcast, 
Uh, it's called Let's Talk About Fighting Games. And if you like video, video, video games about fighting, he talks about them. So check that out wherever Spotify, where you get your audio podcasts. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks, Dave. Um, yeah. So join us next time when the next Ozark part two of season four drops and we'll be here to cover it. But until next time, uh, I've been Jeff, joined by my brother Dave, and we say, see you later. If you want to stop me, you're going to have to fucking kill me! That's right. That's right. Oh, thank you.